a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And if you missed that last segment with Aaron Sherinian uh, talking about uh, President Biden's uh, statement over the weekend, official statement, uh, calling uh, the uh, genocide genocide. Uh, words have meaning and the meaning matters. If you missed that, uh, make sure you go check that out on uh, our podcast. Uh, we'll have that up uh, here in just a little bit. And we were talking with Aaron about community and how important community is to the, or not just to the Armenian Armenian-American community, uh, but to all our communities in terms of what we do and how we help each other move forward in the middle of challenges, setbacks, and opportunities. And someone who's uh, done that regularly and persistently and consistently here in the state of Utah is our good friend Scott Howell, uh, who joins us on the line. Scott, how are you on a Monday? Oh, boy, I'm terrific. You know, snowy days and Mondays don't get me down. <laughs> Rainy days and Mondays, but no, it's snowing up here in Mount Olympus, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, it's it's a perpetual topic uh, here in the state of Utah, especially in, in Salt Lake City, as we, we look at the homeless situation, those who are experiencing homelessness. Uh, and, you know, we've invested a lot. We've spent a lot. We've had different programs and buildings and structures and uh, and now we're kind of at this point where we are assessing once again how are we really doing? So from from your perch as a, as a member of the Pioneer Park Coalition, uh, former state lawmaker, uh, what's working? What's not working uh, when it comes to dealing with our our friends who are facing homelessness? Well, you know, Boyd, let me just start out, and I think everybody knows this: homelessness truly is a persuasive challenge that destroys lives. It hurts uh, local businesses. It tarnishes our community. And here in Utah, we, we genuinely pride ourselves, and rightfully so, on confronting challenges in a compassionate and very efficient way. You know, those experiencing homeless are, are our brothers and sisters, and yeah. we need to do better in helping them. And I think that first step is creating an efficient and a simple way of organizing our response to the challenge and appointing a statewide homeless uh, coordinator. I think they're calling them uh, chief homeless uh, officer with the authority, both administrative and policymaking. That is step one. And the bill that we passed, uh, it it really was a bill that uh, has been years in, in the making. Boy, there were over 12 different entities that have thought over the last 20 years, maybe even longer than that, that they're all in charge of homelessness mm-hmm. when things are good. When right. things are bad, they're not, <laughs> they're not quite in charge. <laughs> and so I think in the proverbial uh, single chokehold, someone at the top, and the, there is a solution to the challenge of homelessness. And a uh, Utah solution that is simple, efficient, and compassionate, uh, I think it, it goes to show what uh, this new leader is going to be. I, I read in the Deseret News, I, I was quoted in that uh, over the weekend, and, it, you know, the title of the article was, It's All, all Complicated. 
I I don't think it's any more complicated than a type of uh, initiative that doesn't require some semblance of great leadership. Mm-hmm. And to be able to sit down and have a single uh, committee, a single group of individuals uh, that, are, that are in charge really make a lot of sense. But to have 12 disparate uh, groups out there, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and I think that's something that we uh, we often see. The the, the more uh, blue ribbon panels you have, uh, I keep saying yeah. we need, we need to come up with a blue ribbon for a blue ribbon panel. There's there's so many, uh, or you get so many different factions that are all trying to build their own kingdom uh, or protect their own funding, you know, uh, and uh, and just trying to protect their own turf. Or hey, this is our area, not yours, uh, as opposed to having someone who can be the place where the buck stops. Uh, that can really help promote the transparency and the accountability for outcomes. Uh, I think one of the biggest challenges we have faced is we've uh, had, uh, and I think we've gotten better and better at this in the state of Utah, but for a long time, we were really good at activities uh, and motion, not so good at results and outcomes and forward movement. Well, the very lack of efficiency and oversight uh, encumbers our response to the homeless in Utah. Right, right. It costs the taxpayers money. It doesn't contribute to the addressing the homelessness causes, nor does it help provide solutions. And the ones who suffer the most are those that we're trying to help the most. And, right. and it seems like too often we enable. And, you know, I, I read in that story about this guy and his wife and he didn't want to go to the shelter because they weren't able to sleep together. And I thought, you know, this is a moment of inconvenience for everyone. And just be grateful that we have uh, a shelter. It's a mixed shelter. It's the uh, Gail Miller uh, shelter. And I think sometimes that we have to have some uh, boundaries that we say, look, work with this. This will be temporary. But we need to get you off the street, you and your family, and get you in the family shelter or wherever it might be. So I think, and I've thought a lot about this over the last few weeks, we are doing a yeoman's job for about anywhere from 2,100 to 3,100 people. And the amount of taxpayer dollars we've invested in, oh my goodness, Boyd, KSL would like that amount of money. I'm telling you, it would be the world's biggest radio station. <laughs> there we go. Uh, well, there's it. It is complicated. It is challenging, uh, but it is doable, uh, especially yeah. with the the a Utah model. I, I think having Wayne Niederhauser in there, uh, hopefully, will not only create some transparency and accountability, but also better coordination from the statewide effort to, down to our our cities, our mayors. Uh, to make sure that we're actually getting the things that are, are going to make a difference uh, for those who are facing homelessness. Uh, Scott Howell, we so appreciate your efforts in this space, uh, all of those on the uh, Pioneer Park Coalition and uh, everyone else who's engaging in this crucial conversation that we got to get right in the state of Utah. But uh, thanks for joining us, Scott. Hey, Boyd, it's always a pleasure. And, boy, we appreciate your show, Inside Sources is Right. And we can have a Utah solution that will be shining brightly for the world. And uh, everyone just hang on to your hat till Thursday, and there might be some exciting news coming out. So. All right, there we go. We'll have it here on KSL News Radio. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. All right, uh, coming up in our next hour, as we begin and start looking at uh, what is coming up next, what are the big challenges, what should we be thinking again about? Uh, National uh, political pundit Bill Crystal. 
uh, is going to join us at 2.05. You don't want to miss this. Uh, He is talking about not a conservative movement. He's not talking about a liberal movement. Uh, He's talking about the center rising. Make sure you stay with us. 2.05. We're going to get with Bill Crystal back in Washington, D.C. and break it all down right here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.